0: I'm testing, um, testing, um, testing.
1: Testing. Testing.
2: <laughs> Test- <says> testing <laughs> I'm testing.
1: <laughs> I hope you listen to that.
2: Oh God. excited. Hi. We haven't played in so like a month and a half at the very least. Yeah. Um so April was an insane time for all of us, so we're going to get back into this. We're getting a schedule down. We're getting on top of it. It's going to be good. We have new stuff we're trying. Um big announcement, we are commissioning an artist and maybe while I'm talking Jake can find out who it is so I can say their name, Absolutely. but we're very excited because we love their art and it's amazing. And they're working super closely with us on, like, listening to the episodes and making sure that they get it how we'd like it and uh, giving us a couple of drafts and stuff. So, anyways, I'm super excited and it's going to be really fun. We're going to post about it. Yeah, their name is uh, Madison Saxon, and
3: we found them through msaxon.art on TikTok, so you can follow them there. But I'm sure that they have, oh, it says right here on their link tree, uh, Twitter and Instagram as well. So, um They're going to be amazing. Um, I'm very excited. excited. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. So good. So that's where we're at with that. We're going to do our best to stick to an every two-week schedule, recording and posting and recording and posting, because we all still have jobs and uh, life, which is sad, because if my life could be making a podcast, I would do it. But unfortunately, not the case, so... We're going to stick to every two weeks. It's going to be fun. Anyone else have anything for the before part other than boring announcements?
1: Jay has a bunch of cool stuff on her wall.
2: (laughs) Oh, my um, incredible collection of
3: art uh, and stuff that I've bought from plenty of people that I've spent way too much money on absolutely.
2: Jay is like the biggest small business owner advocate I've ever seen in my life and it's very good. (laughs) I try my best. I love
3: shopping small so I always try to of course almost nothing you see directly behind me is small. That actually I got for free at the Van Gogh exhibit what whatever what's it called? The The
1: traveling experience thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah, the thing where oh, you're in, like, to... a 360 Van Gogh room. Yeah,
1: yeah, I did that. Oh, I want to
3: do that. Oh, my gosh. I keep looking at it. Like, oh, that looks so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a poster of a bunch of crystals and rocks because I want to eat them. Um... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that one, that, I have a burger on my wall because <laughs> I also want to eat that. And it's just also... <laughs> stapled
1: on there straight from McDonald's. <laughs> uh-huh. The it's
2: actually just the burger wrapper to remind me of the one time I went to McDonald's
1: <laughs> I really when I was burger. five.
2: Um, yeah. yeah. Speaking of eating things,
3: that's a map of calorum from Dimension Twenty. Hey, hey, Candy, wow! What a segue. Favorite,
2: uh, series they did. We will have yeah. to take pictures of them and post them so that uh, other people can actually like see what it is and not just hear vague descriptions. Check out the
3: Instagram stories. Sure. Question
2: mark? That's what we'll, we'll do. We'll see. That's
1: a hard <laughs> committal <laughs> <to say. laughs>
2: It's It's fine. We'll just cut it out if we don't do it. And <laughs> the magic of editing. <laughs> exactly. There we go. Recap, because it has been like a month and a half since we actually did anything. So, um, our three adventures escaped? Question mark from the rain soldiers who were chasing after them uh, and hid in the lab that they found earlier, had a little bit of downtime Although, I'm not sure how relaxed anyone can be when there are soldiers who know exactly where you are but just can't get in. Uh, Myla decided to make a crude replica of the sleeping bomb from earlier, uh, and the rest of the group took a short rest with the tabaxi friend that you made, Bahidi. Um, Argnon caused the two soldiers posted at the door to fight each other. Um, and so the group just kind of walked past them because they were too busy fighting each other. And you guys headed to the library where the organization called The Shroud uh, is headquartered in uh, one of three places. Mila talked to the gem, who is a leader of this sect of The Shroud, and a lithe-red tiefling told her everything Well it supervised Argnong's alcohol consumption. Definitely alcohol. Yep. Mila finished... A wonderful automaton friend and panther named Xander um, who is going to be a lot of fun and once it and Argnong left they couldn't quite remember faces of the people they would just met um, so now the group must prove themselves to the grip by stealing something of cultural significance to the people of Nemka sanctuary and Bahiti is just kind of hanging out with you guys trying to go home back to the Nemka sanctuary so That's where we're at. You wanted to go to the uh, Obelisk Hotel, where the Shroud also meets, uh, similar to the library, but a little bit of a different city sect uh, of the Shroud. Um, So that's where you're going. You did hear that there was a shipment going out the next morning in which you may be able to get out of there without rain soldiers being all over your back about it. So what would you like to do? We will say for the sake of time that it is the night before and you guys are heading to the Obelisk Hotel.
1: We need to be avoiding uh, guard <laughs> soldiers, people, right? Are, are, is everybody still asleep? Are, people, are the streets filled with people again or are they still...
2: It's It's getting to be super late and they have not quite yet figured out how to wake up everybody. So there are a few people milling about who have been woken up. But for the most part, it's pretty empty other than the soldiers. Uh, But it's getting, it's like dark outside at this point.
1: That'll help us sneak around for sure.
2: I mean, I guess just make
3: our way there, right? Is there anything else we need to do before we leave here? Just start making our way there?
0: I can't think of anything. We can just go, yeah.
2: Do you guys want to make a group stealth check? Each person rolls stealth and we'll just kind of see how it averages out.
0: Let's do it realize my dex was so high and i forgot 12 or 22 not 12.
2: (laughs) arnon got a 22 how about Ed?
1: um well i'm wearing heavy armor so i roll with disadvantage so that's a dirty Uh zero
2: did Uh. you get a nat one
1: no i got a nat two my other roll was a crit so that would have been nice but
2: oh no and Milo, what'd you get i got a dirty 20 okay i'm
1: just so bad Uh, at sneaking around (laughs)
2: that's fair you are wearing heavy armor um you are helped by your companions and you think that for the most part they're kind of holding pieces of your armor out so it doesn't like clink against each other um and keeping it from making super loud sounds it makes a little bit of noise but not enough to alert people to it so you guys head to the obelisk hotel and you seem to get there just fine without anybody noticing you in particular Um, So, Miley, you know that they're down in the cellar, as is typical of a shady organization. uh, And there's one entrance, uh, which is a cellar door in the back of the hotel. So,
3: yeah, Uh, I'll go ahead and sort of start circling everyone around the backside. And I'll find the door and I'll open it. I'm just like, come on, hurry, hurry, shh, quiet down, shh.
1: down, bumps the shield get something. Stop.
2: <laughs> you guys head inside. It is candle lit at this point. There are a couple people who are poring over some sort of papers and maps on a table, but for the most part, uh, you just see one person at the door who is, seems to be sort of like a bouncer slash bodyguard and uh, asks Myla for uh, any sort of identification uh, that she can give you know that when they ask that they typically mean a secret passphrase uh which you would know and it's just under the cover of darkness um mm-hmm. but they ask you for identification because if someone tries to yeah. like pull out a fake paper or something that's not going to cut it mm-hmm. so um, yeah um
3: yeah I'll I'll just say un- under the cover of darkness and then I'll do a little secret
2: <laughs> handshake with the bouncer that I'm assuming I know and we yeah came up uh, with one for sure um the bouncer like smirks a little bit and does the secret handshake with you um and lets you guys in so the three of you are now inside this candlelit cellar pretty small compared to the library space you were in before um, the group that meets here is not very big but it tends to be a sort of strategic center um, so not many people visit here and the people who are visiting and staying here are the people who are most in charge of sending people to different places or making uh plans and such so yes i'll just turn to the bouncer and i'll
3: just uh nod over towards um argnong and i'll say this one's a little hard to you know sort of rein in so don't don't let him leave please he's like a kid
2: don't let him drink either please don't let him leave yeah maybe he shouldn't come in in the first place
0: what does he look like what does this guy look like
2: (laughs) yeah he's this like very burly uh elf who is at least two times your height and is wearing this like pretty big great sword on his back um even though that would be very impractical in this small space it is probably more for an intimidation tactic and he's just kind of standing at the door arms folded talking to Mila.
0: While they're talking, I want to go check out his sword on his back.
2: Okay, uh, it looks f- fairly nice considering that he's underground in a cellar. Um, there's a tiny little signet on the pommel right at the end that looks like this was likely a family sword of some sort that he has kept in very good condition.
0: Mm. Hey, can I hold your sword? Can I try this sword out? It looks cool. No. Why?
2: Because it's my sword.
0: Yeah, but you can share.
2: I like sharing.
0: I just want to try, like, one swing.
2: I don't even like swinging it around in here, and I am skilled with it. So I think no.
0: Why are you carrying around if you don't want to use it? You're confusing me.
2: I attempt to.
0: Oh. Good job.
2: Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> looks back at Mila and just says are you sure you want him in here um
3: yeah that's fine it's fine yeah he's fine i feel sort of responsible for him now weirdly
2: i don't know okay you do know that you are liable if he breaks something right <sighs> i know but
3: what does I mean... liable
0: mean does that mean i can break things
2: no
3: <laughs> no it means that if you break something i'm going to stick xander on you and i <laughs>
2: gesture to my uh, <laughs> little panther construct little it's pretty big so there are three people who are standing at a table kind of in the back and there's one person who's actually taking care of the alcohol that's in the cellar because while it is a uh, cellar where the shroud meets, it is also a place where they store alcohol for the hotel. And the person at the alcohol, just like a very simple looking servant boy, um, who is not part of the shroud and you know this, but you also know that every time somebody leaves the shroud area, they completely forget about the people that they met. So it's not really a problem to let him come in and do this. Um, because all the important information and their faces are going to be gone anyway when they leave. So uh, he's just in the back kind of putting wine bottles on shelves. It's like those crisscrossy ones, like X's, you know, it's just fancy. There's no reason, but I'm sure there's a reason, but I don't know what it is. Um, And the three people at the table are talking in like hushed tones, but very like purposeful and quickly talking about where they should send people and and whatnot. Um, the one person that you do recognize there is Swift, who is a delivery kid. Um, and he is there, like, pointing out different routes in the city and um, which places might be dangerous and which are more safe and that sort of stuff. Um, and then there's Leanne Clover. You know that her job is that she is posing as an like she is a noble uh but she also is part of the shroud and that's not something that is very common at all um so they ask her to basically use her status to try and help them get into higher tiers of uh society and such um and then the other person you don't recognize i'll just sort of (laughs) kind of very
3: awkwardly not really know how to approach and start a conversation so i'll just sort of like take a few steps closer and then like try to look and see what they're looking
2: at and then take a few steps closer (laughs) uh leanne kind of does the like over the shoulder and then like starts like pushing papers together so that there's just like one on top and says uh can i help you Maya? what what's wrong oh um so funny thing so we're
3: we and i point to my friends and my construct um we're actually gonna be leaving town tomorrow ish and i heard there was a shipment going out heading in the general direction of Namka, and so i was just wondering if you knew anything about that or if we could like hitch a ride
2: she just kind of waits for like the trail off of words and then there's a very awkward amount of silence before she says of course you know there's one every week so yes Uh, are you in trouble because if so we need to talk about it oh no no no
3: we're not in trouble we just need we're, we're on we're we're leaving to get to somewhere not to get away from here so it's fine it's fine
2: that's Fair, but are you trying to sneak out? Yes. (laughs) And how are you not in trouble if you're trying to sneak out? That tends to mean you're in trouble.
0: Does killing people make you in trouble? Yes. Okay. Just curious.
3: Yeah, We might have killed some guards, maybe... She just size.
0: <laughs> it was really cool, though. Like, you would have liked it, I think.
3: It was really cool. It, there was a lot of, like, stabbing and a lot of, like, magic and stuff like that. Um, so. We did a good job.
0: true. Yeah, I really yeah. liked it. I liked killing
1: them.
3: Yeah, it was pretty fun. And they're bad guys, so we're allowed to kill them, right?
1: It was also when everybody was asleep, so it's not like we wouldn't have gotten in trouble for walking around during that anyway. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. We try not to kill people unless we have to so i assume that you had to oh absolutely
3: yeah they were like trying to kill us first for sure <laughs> well they were trying to arrest us which might have led us to getting killed so yeah
2: yes there's a shipment tomorrow pilot and gears are heading out in the morning at 5 a.m so meet down here at 4:45, and i'm sure they will take you
3: whoa uh 5 a.m okay so that means oh that means we need to
2: go to sleep now like now well that's it bye (laughs) i'm just gonna walk away she kind of looks at you a little bit and then starts spreading the papers back out and they eventually get back into talking to each other and trying to strategize
0: uh while milo leaves can i uh stay and like hide under the table and try to hear what they're talking about
2: yes uh, Roll a stealth check.
0: Okay. That's a 14.
2: 14. You hide under the desk nearby uh, and start listening. And Swift says, well, if we take this route, it's a little bit dangerous. I know that that's where they post soldiers typically, so we might have to go slightly around, but overall it should be pretty safe. And uh, Leanne says, yes, but that is also where you know, some of the higher nobles go and we really don't want to run into them, not that they do much, but it's just better if we stay out of their eye side. Swi says, yeah, you're right. I just figure that you know in cases like this where it's super important, it's probably okay to kind of take a little bit of risk, especially because our other options aren't so great. Um, and then and then after about another 30 seconds, uh you see the one person that uh Milo didn't know just kind of like come out of nowhere and they just look under the table and then they grab <laughs> you by the scruff and like throw you at the elven bartender without saying or er, uh bouncer without saying anything
0: okay ow i guess <laughs> <And> he just
2: <laughs> kind of like he just kind of like shoes you out with your friends okay so whatever they're talking about they need to get it out of the city but you're not sure what that thing is, hmm. and it's not whatever you're going on tomorrow.
1: Okay,
0: I'm, I'm going to tell my friends what I, what I heard.
2: All right, so you guys head into the hotel, and the uh, guy behind the desk hands you a key without even asking you any questions, tells you to find your way because this is a place that you stay pretty often, Myla, or have at least in the past. And there is a certain set of rooms that they just don't book out to uh, general customers. They keep them for our Shad members. So there's one room that was given to you um, for all three of you. Perfect. I'll take the key and I'll say, oh, my favorite room! Yes! And I'll just start
3: running up. Uh, I don't know if there's stairs down the hall, something like sure. that. Sure. I'll run got- in the
2: direction. Perfect. You guys uh, go into the room. It's pretty nice. There's a, an even a small little mirror um, in the bathroom. And all of the, the bed frame is made out of copper pipes. Um, so it's rather, like, industrial-looking and designed. Uh, but it's fairly comfortable. However, the bed is definitely a twin.
0: I'm going to crawl under the bed and fall asleep immediately. Perfect. Without, yeah. Just, like... <laughs> The, like, moments after I disappear under the bed, you hear me snoring loudly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, the little box springs start, like, rattling slightly.
1: <laughs> Kids had a pretty long day, yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm immediately going to do my regular ritual, uh, and I'm going to pull out a, like, tiny thread and a small little copper bell that's a little rusty and sounds a little off, and I'm going to immediately start ritually casting alarm around the around, like, the doorway, which I mm-hmm. normally do, um, so that way, just in case, like, yeah, yeah, there we go, okay, um, I'm gonna look at some notes, so if you need anything, oh, Argnong's asleep, okay, um, yeah, I'm just gonna look at some notes and stuff, you can take the bed if you want, I like to sleep on the ground anyways, and then I'll just sort of spread out all of my stuff, and grab a pillow, and sit on the pillow, Uh, and then just look over my notes and start fiddling with the bag that I stole from that shop until I eventually fall asleep.
1: It, uh, like, sets down his shield and his war pick and, like, starts taking off all his gear and his small backpack and all this stuff. Takes off his, like, shoulder pauldron and his armor. Um, And he's wearing, like, uh, because of, like, the metal plates on his arms, he's not wearing, like, full shirt stuff. So he's just got, like, tank top shirt at normally and then tank top like chain mail and then like small plates of armor on top of that and when he takes off the uh the chain mail he's just wearing like tank top and pants and he, you can see like uh under the tank top it looks like there's some kind of like object like either in his chest or like on top of his chest and he's just like it doesn't pay him he doesn't pay any mind to it and he just he does the military thing where you like put your legs up on the bed. He's also laying on the floor, but he like props his legs up and then is also like out pretty soon unless something else keeps him up.
2: No, it's just Myla who's shuffling papers around, which is probably not nearly as disruptive as Arknong's snoring. So,
1: maybe <laughs> 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 <Really> not.
2: <laughs> Either way, uh, everyone gets to sleep. Um, I just really enjoy the image of Myla taking up, like, most of the floor space with stuff. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Not
3: caring. She just sort of, like, takes a little satchel and has no organization to it whatsoever and just dumps a sea of papers out puts them all in piles for like okay i'm not working on this but i am looking at this and this is stuff i still have to look at Uh, and and then um by the time she's done organizing it she has like five minutes of going through before she falls asleep
2: nice but Heidi is also in the room but he goes to the like small little tub that there is and like turns around like four times and then curls up in the tiniest (laughs) little ball um you guess that it's likely because the tub is cold like the surface is cooler than the rest of the room um and bahiti is sleeping in the bathtub in a tiny little fuzzy green ball because arknong (laughs) made everyone's hair a little bit green. All right, so the next morning, you guys wake up uh, in time to get down to the cellar. Um, mm-hmm. Does anyone need to do anything in the morning? Yeah, I'll just add that I wake up out
3: of a dead sleep, and I'll just, ah! And I'll t- ha- put my hand on the bag I was looking at, and, like, ma- <laughs> a magical field of energy will just sort of, like, whoosh, go around it as I infuse it, <gasps> and I'll hold it up, and I'll wake up Argnong, and I'll say, Argnong! 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 Get up! And, like, kick the bed. <laughs> hey, I got you something, but you gotta be good. Come here.
0: Uh, I crawl out, and there's, like, snot on my face and shit. Or stuff in my eyes. <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure you can curse, Bryce. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you can
2: swear. Yeah.
3: <laughs> What's more concerning is the idea of shit in your eyes. Anyway.
1: Not- <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. we were just, like, rats sleeping on you last night. <laughs> You can't
0: shit the bed if you're not in the bed. <laughs> I, you know what? That's
1: technically true.
2: Very accurate. Um, it's like it's like that. Did you guys ever see that? Um, uh, Kmart was it a Kmart commercial about like I ship my bed, I ship my pants. Mm-hmm. Did you guys
3: oh, ever see yeah. that one?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> like ship with a p. I thought that was the
3: funniest thing. I, I still think trying. it's funny. Like I, I still think it's hilarious. Anyway, poop is it's funny.
0: Good. Poop is <laughs> really funny. It's just a fact.
1: True. <laughs> True.
3: Um, yeah. As Argonon gets up, I'll uh, look towards Id and I'll say, "Ed, can I borrow your like weapon? The, th- the thing you hit things with." Pulls just, out
1: his just, war just, pick.
3: Cool. <laughs> cool. Hey, Argonon, this is for you. But you got, here's the thing, you got to listen, you got to listen to me, and you got to listen to Id, and you get to hold this for us, okay? Because I know Wait, you like to that's take my, things. You're
0: giving me, you're giving me no. Ip's weapon? Yeah, no, 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 this
3: is, no, this is oh. the weapon <laughs> in, in, my, in my right hand, uh, and this is the bag in my left hand. But I just wanted to use the weapon, Id, you can have your weapon back in a second. I just wanted to show okay. you this, and then I'll um open the bag, and I'll put the weapon in, and it goes in without an issue.
1: Okay, Myla, I needed that.
3: Oh, no, it's fine. And then then I I think about it, and then I reach my hand in, and I pull it back out, and I'll hand it back to you.
0: I don't understand. It's just a bag. It holds things.
3: No, it's like a bag that you can fit a ton of stuff in it. Like, look, and I'll put it on the ground, and I'll stick my arm all the way in, like Mary Poppins style, just sort of, like, goes into the bag where it should be going in the floor.
0: This is, yeah, no, this is how I understand containers to work.
3: (laughs) Anyways... (laughs) it holds a lot of stuff it holds a lot more stuff than you would think of so um so yeah so when you steal things you can put everything in there and it won't get full well it'll get full eventually but it's gonna take a lot i put a lot of space in it so it's okay
0: okay thanks i guess
3: um and then i'll hand it to argnol as i hand him my replicated magic item of a a bag of holding
2: well
0: fancy oh yeah i have a backpack now that's sick
3: so cute.
0: I love that. I'm gonna run with that now. I don't have a concept of object permanence. Of course he doesn't.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work on it. It's fine. We've got a lot of time on the road. I can teach you! I can teach you everything I know.
0: Uh, alright.
3: Everything. All of the math, all of the numbers, think of all of the things that you can create.
1: Arcanon, count to three. One, two... Um. What's next? I That's what I thought. There you go, Violet. Three. Ha- uh, three. Have fun.
3: The third one's three. I taught you.
2: See, I can teach you things.
1: Yeah, there it is. Oh, I heard of three once.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I get it.
2: Perfect. You guys <laughs> go out with one extra magic item than you went in with, um, and I think. Xander tries to go out the door first and triggers the alarm spell uh which reminds you to take apart the pieces and can- oh. take it back. Oh yeah, silly me. I'll uh-huh. just walk
3: back, pick it all up and shove it in my bag. <laughs>
0: Is there any stuff in this oh, room? Oh god. Like that was here when we got here like
2: there's a little lamp on the nightstand, um, and there's nothing inside the nightstand or the drawer. Okay, I'm going to put um, the lamp in the bag of holding.
0: Bag. I'm going to put the pillows and no, the bed stuff in there. No,
2: no, 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 <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> this
3: is, no, this is, we can, when we pay, here, when we pay for rooms, you can take things from the rooms. However, this is a very nice person who let us use this room for free, so we keep the stuff here. But when we pay for it, then we can steal it.
0: you if you pay for it, that's not stealing.
3: No, you're paying for the space and then you can take the stuff that is extra. Cuz you're paying to you're basically paying to like borrow it. And you're paying for the service. You're not paying for the actual
0: stuff. Um Okay, I guess I don't really understand, but I'll put it back.
2: There is a very basic concept of electricity um here which is where the lamp can get some of its uh power from um you do notice that the lamp cord is made out of is like a royal blue color and sort of uh attaches to the wall in a very specific spot to create that electricity um and electricity might not even be the correct word it's a a sort of mixture between electricity and magical energy uh, to create this light source. All right, so you guys head down to the cellar uh, at about 4:40 in the morning and make it there in time. Um, you do see outside that there is a kind of 1920s-like Ford T, isn't that what it's called? Like Model one of the like yeah. really Model T, Ford Model T, um, kind of one of those old rickety cars Uh, but this is pretty first of all it's much more stable than I think most people imagine it and second of all um, this is like cutting edge technology Um, it's gotten to the point where the average person can have a sort of automated carriage of sorts but it's still not like perfect and it's still rather expensive for people on the like lower 50% of society. So um, this is pretty exciting. Uh, There is, in the back, there's this whole uh, mess of technological parts like pipes and wheels and uh, tools and such, just gears, everything that's just kind of piled up in the back and has this big tarp that has been attached around it so that hopefully nothing will fall off. Um, And you do see two people who are messing with it. Uh, One of them is a very skinny drow man who seems like he is making sure that the engine looks all good to go and um, everything is like attached and in there correctly. Um, And the other person is a black human woman with uh, these like mechanics goggles on top of her very uh, large afro hair. And she is making sure that everything is in place, checking the wheels, um, double checking the engine after the drown man. um, And they're doing that as you guys go into the cellar.
1: Xander, that's her competition.
3: (laughs) I put my hands over Xander's ears. Shh, it's
2: fine. (laughs) You guys head into the cellar and uh, Leanne is still there. She looks a lot more tired than she did the night before, like she might have not gone to sleep, Um, and she says they're out there Myla, I'm sure you saw them coming in, so enjoy.
3: This is going to be amazing, and I just start walking towards the
2: car completely awestruck. Again, like the library, Id and Argnong don't particularly remember what anybody looks like um, or any particular specific information. Um, only the generics of what has been talked about. You guys get into this automated wagon of sorts. The black woman comes up to you and says, "Hi, uh, I'm Gears. Nice to meet you all. And what are your names?" Um, I'm Mila. That's
3: Id. That's Argon. That is Xander. And
2: uh, um, I- I'm Bahiti. Yeah. We met each other yesterday, so... Bahidi is trying to find like the smallest corner to disappear into. Um, This has a lot of decent amount of space. Um, There is like area in the back with all of the stuff where you guys uh, are kind of more instructed to sit slash be just because um, if you're trying to sneak out of here, it is the hardest place to see is among all of these. gears, and pieces, and such. You eventually hear the two doors close to the car, and, uh, yeah, you feel it, like, sputter into life and kind of head down the road. To be fair, there's not a whole lot of shock absorption, so it's rather bumpy, and all of the metal kind of clinks together every time you go over the slightest rock. But (laughs) uh, it... Is still faster than a horse-drawn cart or something. So may not be the most comfortable, but it's effective. Would you guys like to roll is for me? Oh boy! Stealths. Stealths. <laughs> Ste- I don't know why I said it like that.
0: <laughs> Whoa! I got a twenty and nat twenty.
2: A nat twenty?
1: Yeah, plus three.
2: Whoa! 20. Yay. Nice.
1: I got a five.
2: Okay, Myla. <laughs> uh, I got a s- seventeen. Sorry, I couldn't do that. Okay, it, I think it's just that the outside is so interesting, especially because you haven't seen it before. That that maybe you're trying to like peek your head out a little bit and just yeah. become way too obvious, but don't realize it. And also I'm a
1: person covered in metal sitting in a metal box that's bumping around.
2: (laughs) Yep. That's very true. Uh, And, uh, yeah. So on, while you may not be hidden completely, you do see stuff that your compatriots don't see, which is that there are so many rain soldiers. It was probably the right call to try and hide inside of this shipment. You also see a couple of parked blimps. I don't know if parked is the right word.
1: Stationary. Board. Yeah. Anchored.
2: Yeah. Sure. All of the above. Um, You see a couple of blimps. There's one on the ground and there's one in the air that is just kind of anchored to the hangar building that all of these exist in. Um, uh, As well as a huge uh, arcane, like a huge arcane circle. Um, which is where the blimps come in and out to get from place to place pretty quickly. The rain soldiers who are standing at the entrance slash exit of Sere are waiting for you guys and ask Pilot and Gears for um, a series of papers. They do. They give them over. Um, The soldiers look them over, hand them back, and you guys are out of the city just fine. The next... Three hours are just spent kind of clanging around in all of this metal. Do you guys want to look at anything in this car or chat with the people who are in the car or just hang out for three hours? What is your goal here?
0: Why is this room
1: so shaky, Myla? Teacher Mila, oh, Why is this oh, room so shaky?
3: Oh, oh, um, um, yeah, of course. So, um... Well, from what I can tell, as I'm sort of, like, picking apart pieces of, like, the, the like, stuff to see how things are working and trying to place it, like, put it together in my head. Um, so what it looks like is that they put a metal box on top of a bunch of wheels, almost like, almost like, um, um, do you know, do you know what a horse and cart is, Arganong?
0: Oh, yeah, I do. We yeah, saw one of those like, uh, earlier, a couple days ago.
3: Yeah, exactly. So, except for instead of horses, this thing has, um like metal that makes it go i don't know how yet but i will figure it out
0: (laughs) okay so where's the horse
3: um inside the box
0: can i see it
3: probably not where we're going we might have to stop first
0: i'm gonna go look for it
3: um we're still moving so i'm gonna start
0: looking in boxes like the cargo that's also back with us
3: yeah. For uh, uh,
0: a horse. Yep.
2: Sure. You're flipping open boxes and stuff. And I think in that you knock over a pipe and uh, something spills out of it. And so Mila and Id, you see this at the same time that Argnong does. It's this uh, royal blue colored powder. Um, Argnong, you know exactly what this is. Uh, Mila, I think you probably know what this is. And Id, I'm not sure uh, if you would know this but um argnong this is boskite in a powdered form for sure and it's just everywhere it's inside of the pipes it's inside of hollow wheels it's uh inside of like pieces of gears and it's it's everywhere the running price for this it's hard to find it's about 500 gold pieces for a gram of boskite um which is insane and in this carriage there is probably about a hundred kilos worth uh which is Whoa! insane so there's like thousands of gold pieces worth of Boskite in this carriage you don't find a horse but you do find this powdered stuff
0: hey i know this stuff they had this at the goblin pit oh this is, this is just like this is just like when i was a kid
2: they had
3: this at the goblin pits
0: oh yeah this was like our Yeah, this is all over the place. It's not really, like, important. It's just dirt, kind of. We just kind of, like, walk on it, and it's in the walls and stuff. But, like, totally it. Definitely from the Goblin Pits.
3: I think Myla sits on that for a second, and, like, cocks her head a little to try and process it. Her eyes a little wide. Oh, gotcha!
0: Yeah, I think a bunch of people came uh, looking for this, and that's why they killed all of my family.
1: Oh what is this stuff?
3: Um, it is. What is this stuff?
2: Yeah, this is boskite. It's uh, it's a material that is needed to make, uh, basically what you saw the lamp be powered with. So that like coppery royal blue, um, line that you saw leading from the lamp, that's made entire. That's made of boskite and copper, uh, and it's. Basically what you need to conduct any sort of electrical magic of sorts. It's very expensive, hard to find. Um, you know that the governments of most places have a bunch of this, but they still obviously want more because it's a very limited resource and they're already getting to the point of running low. Gotcha.
3: Um, this helps power things, like a lot and there's not a lot of it left. I, there's so much here. Think of all the things we can make. Think of all I, of I the I mean,
0: the it's different just kind of sand. Power. It's just dirt. I don't
3: It's I, a, a single tear <laughs> sheds from Mila's eye.
0: If this was so <laughs> great, why didn't the goblins figure it out? Like I feel like they would have come up with one of these contraptions that you're talking about earlier, you know?
3: Um, Argnong, can you count to three for me?
0: No, we already established
1: that.
3: That's why.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, Argnong maybe they did figure it out, and that's why you can do magic. Oh. Um. You ever eat this stuff?
0: Uh, I mean, it, yeah, it, it's like, it gets in the food and everything. It's, it's all over the ground and the floor and the walls.
1: Yeah. You. Huh. Eight. Does it taste this? good?
0: Um, it's not my favorite, but, like, <laughs> if I'm hungry.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we should probably cover this up, right? I don't want to get in trouble with your friends, Myla.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, um, let's put it back. Maybe I can ask them about the horse?
1: Yeah, I, that
0: sounds nice. <laughs>
3: okay. Okay. Um, yeah I'll just start putting it back to the best of my ability which isn't
2: great <laughs> just sure. yeah so I think as you're putting this away um Xander like licks a tiny bit of it because that's the way that you've decided makes most sense for him to figure out what things are so like he can lick something and tell you what it's made out of um and so he like licks up some of the Boskite and is like ends up making this tiny little, like, it's very small, but on his paw, he's got this little holographic camera thing. Um, and it just pops up with a little like Boskite ore to like show you what it, what it is. Um, it's very small, it's not going to like, let you do any sort of illusion magic or anything, but it does show you like what things look like um, in their kind of original state. Um, it just kind of, like, looks at you and sits in front of you.
3: You are the best friend I have ever had. <laughs> and I'll just go up and I'll hug Xander. And I'll be like, this is going to be, this is going to be amazing. We're going to learn so much. Oh, you can be like my, my assistant in my, with when I teach Argonaut. You can, you can help me and you can help show things. This is going to be, this is going to be amazing. We're going to do He's so He just, like, cocks
2: his head <laughs> at you. <laughs> just hold that thought. Um, Let me see if I can...
3: Is is Gears, like, in the car with us, or are they, are they sort of, like, at the front
2: of it? Yeah, she's kind of sitting in, like, the passenger seat, if there is one. Gotcha. Um, but every once in a while, you hear her, like, fixing something and then sitting back in the front. Gotcha. Um, I'll just uh, cast message to Gears... I'll
3: cast a message to her and I'll just say, Hey quick question, whenever we make a pit stop, um, my friend Arknong has requested we see the little horse that makes this little box go. (laughs)
2: Uh, she- (laughs) Um, there's no little horse. What? No, it's gears and power.
0: How can you have a horse-drawn carriage without a horse?
2: she just kind of she just comes back to you um in the back and sees you like cleaning up some of the boskite and like eyes narrow a little bit and says please be careful with that um it's not really a horse-drawn carriage it's a powered carriage instead
0: myla said it was like a horse-drawn carriage i'd so that's yeah, it's fine. It's kinda like a horse drawn carriage. Did without you take horses. all this blue sand from the goblin pits by chance?
2: I don't know where it comes from.
0: Okay. I heard up
2: north somewhere, but that's all I know.
0: So like you didn't do it, you didn't take this stuff?
2: No, we're just transporting it.
0: Okay, cool, because I was gonna like kill you, I think, probably if you did. That's good uh, though. Well,
2: then good thing I didn't take it. Yeah yeah
0: but you you don't know who did no oh could you like find out
2: i probably wouldn't tell you even if because you know i don't want you to kill them
0: oh okay i guess i'll just find out some other way don't worry about it you're
2: good okay she just goes and sits back in the front
1: hey gears is that your name yeah uh this stuff is really expensive right yeah you're not worried about people trying to come take it from you
2: normally they don't know it's there unless you knock something over good point why do you think we're a criminal organization if we don't smuggle stuff you know
1: i'm just saying you're you're absolutely correct
2: yeah i would prefer if you uh didn't tell anyone how we transport it but we'll just find a way around it if you do so i'm not really that worried
1: do i know anybody that would be like a person that works with or obtains or trades this stuff.
2: Let's have you roll a history check.
1: History is plus zero, natural 19.
2: It seems very likely that some of the scientists that you've seen have worked with this, but one, you know that they're difficult to find because you'd have to go all the way back home. Right. Uh, and then again, get in, and you're not even sure if they would let you back in. Right. Uh, and two, what you saw of it was already processed and made into what it needed to be. Gotcha. So, it n- not anything not in, raw in particular. Form like this. Not in raw form. Cool. It was already processed and being used how it should be, like guess gotcha. and stuff. Gotcha. So you guys make your way towards. Nemka, uh, about three hours into the start of your journey, the carriage slows down and comes to a sort of idling situation. Gears kind of taps in in the back and knocks on a little piece of metal. Um, Hey, we're not going all the way to Nemka because we're taking a turn, but this is the closest we'll be, so if you want to go there, then right now is your way out. Otherwise, you'll have to jump from a moving car. That's all fun. And that never goes very well, you know?
0: I think I could do it, but this does seem easier.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit easier. Uh, she goes to the front and, like, opens where the engine is. Um, there's no horse, but this is how it goes. This is how it works.
0: I'm going to say to Myla Quiley, like, wait, pr- pretend to be really interested in this. You probably don't have to pretend that much, but, like, distract her for a second.
3: This is, wait, so, so you're saying that this, this, this pipe right here connects, okay, okay, I'm starting to see how this works. So, so there's this little lever and then it goes up and down and then it connects over to this thing, which creates like this momentum force of power that generates the, and I'm just, I'm just going on about like gravity
2: and inertia and all of that. She starts to get super invested in it and is like correcting you every so often, but for the most part, you're figuring it out on your own. And she's also just, like, super excited. And she starts talking about places where she feels like she can make improvements. And it could be even better. Um, yeah. Argnong, what do you want to do?
0: <laughs> I want to take some of the Boskite and put it in a bag pack of holding.
2: Why don't you roll me a stealth check? Sure, 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 sure.
0: Twelve? <laughs> okay.
2: Alrighty. And then... uh roll a d4 for me 3 you end up grabbing like a copper pipe um, that has some of this boss guy in it um, and it starts like spilling out the end a little bit um, leaving this like tiny little trail but you manage to grab most of it before it gets on the ground you grab 3 grams of it which is worth 1500 on the black market Uh, so a pretty decent chunk of it um but yeah you know have a copper pipe and some
3: Cool. (laughs) as she's talking about making improvements i start putting my two cents in too and i'm like you know if you start generating this a little bit more evenly i think you'll be able to run it a little more efficiently that way it's not like all centered in this one area and then that way you can also maybe make like a thinner sleeker model so it's not as clunky and also and then like (laughs) just continuing
2: yeah that would be amazing i never even thought about that i Mm -hmm. wow um yeah. Hey, uh whenever you guys come back to Sarah, just let me know. Oh, absolutely. Uh, c- clearly, you know what you're talking about. So, oh, I would yeah. love to work on this. Yeah, I actually made I actually made Xander over here and then
3: I'll Come here.
1: And I'll <laughs> made it uh,
3: Yeah, I did. I oh. um I used a lot of my um tools that are I don't have them on me right now. Not a ton of them, but um I had like this little workshop and I just sort of like I put the, the I sort of centered on like the body part first and like uh, then worked on like the actual articulation and then you it was guys a
2: hear process. a honk uh, from the car I and the pilot's like let's hey I, shut one, up, I you have two. one idea
0: wait I have an idea for the car too what what if you put a, a horse on it
2: um actually then, I think the horse would get hurt
0: wouldn't it help though like if you added another horse
2: well, but the, this goes faster than a horse, so the horse wouldn't be able to keep up.
0: Find a fast Wait. horse. I don't know.
2: Wait, so what you're saying is to put in the horse's power into beep, the beep. car? Come on. We got to go, you guys. Go. Get out. Go to Nemka, please. We have to go. We're going to be late. <laughs> <laughs> so Thanks scared. for the horse idea. See you later. Actually, hopefully bye. never again, but Bye. <laughs> Gears like reluctantly kind of puts down the hood of the car and like gets back in um, and waves like specifically to Myla. Um, (laughs) Hi Gears, I'm nice meeting you. They kind of head out. I like her. Yeah, so it is about 10 miles. It's about a 10 mile walk to Nemka, but this is the closest that people get really is this one road. Um, So you guys can walk another 10 miles to Nemka. Uh, Bahidi is looking a little bit Peppier than they have Before Um, They seem very excited to get home You guys head off to Nemka Bahidi in the lead um, Heading through some forested area So That is where we'll end it for today Thank you for listening I love this group of characters I'm so excited We haven't played in so long
1: We're finally back
2: (laughs) We're finally back and uh yeah if you want to follow us on social medias they are linked in the description of this podcast episode Mm -hmm. and we are hopefully active there honestly i'm not but uh somebody (laughs) is so we'll figure it out as always the intro and outro music was written by ben and we're having a great time we will find out what happens when they get to Nemka next time. Um, thank you for listening to Spells and Whistles. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye,
0: people.